Wendy's, home of the hot and juicy, may still have hot, but they're fresh out of juicy. Where is the beef as the meat industry gets slaughtered? Okay, that's maybe a bad pun. We'll, oh. talk, about, we'll talk about your freezer, beef, and your grocery budget with certified financial planner Liz West and co-host of NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. This is May 8th, and it's time for Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast, coming to you live from my mom's half-finished basement outside of Detroit, Michigan. I'm Joe Salcihai. And I'm Liz Weston from NerdWallet in Los Angeles. This is the podcast where we cover recent stories ripped from the financial press. Today, we're going to tackle one from the New York Times. Not only do we read them like some podcasts, but we're going to dive into how they affect your wallet, what you can do to invest, save, or pay down debt more effectively. And if that's not enough, we'll also share a big idea at the end of today's show you can take with you to be better with your money the rest of your day and all usually in less than 20 minutes. Today, big thanks to Tiller Money for supporting Money with Friends. It's your financial life and Google Sheets updated automatically every day. The most flexible way to track your money in one place. Check it out. Uh, kick the tires for free for a month and then you'll get 10% off your annual subscription by heading to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. That's tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. And she's back for, sadly, her final time this season, Liz Weston from the Smart Money Podcast joins us. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> but the good news is we get to talk about Wendy's. Are you a Wendy's fan? You know, not so much, but but I know that some people are just devoted to it. I If I have to choose between, you know, the major fast food places, um, Wendy's, probably that frosty, Liz. I got to say the oh, frosty. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Well, you know, we... We've got in and out out here. So. Oh, well, okay. You yeah. win. You win. <laughs> yes. Agreed. I will pass on the frosty and have the in and out. But have you ever had that off the menu stuff, the stuff that you got to ask special for at in and out? Yeah. Have yeah, you? Like animal fries and things yeah. like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I haven't done any of that. I'm a newbie, apparently. Well, Liz, Liz <laughs> might teach us about that, but she's got something to say about this. Let's see which one of our friends can help us kick off today's show. This is Lacey from the Military Money Show. Just chilling and chatting about the news. That is why I tune in to Money with Friends. All right. Today's piece comes to us from the New York Times, and it is written by, let's see here, David uh, Yaffe Bellany and uh, Michael Corkery, and it's titled, A Wendy's Would Know Burgers as Meat Production is Hit. Liz, you want to do the honors? Absolutely. Hundreds of Wendy's restaurants have run out of hamburgers. Kroger, the lar largest supermarket chain in the United States, is limiting the amount of ground beef and pork that customers can buy at some stores. And Costco, where shoppers typically buy in bulk, has placed a three-product cap on purchases of fresh beef, poultry, and pork. Over the last month, dozens of meatpacking plants across the country have shut down because of coronavirus outbreaks, raising concerns about the country's meat supply. Now, the impact of those disruptions is reaching customers at fast food drive throughs as well as grocery stores like Wegmans and Hy-Vee, where certain meat products are becoming harder to find. On Monday, nearly one-fifth of Wendy's restaurants, a total of 1,043 locations, were completely sold out of beef products, including burgers, according to analysis by the financial firm Stevens, which examined the online menu at every, Wendy, every Wendy's in the United States. 
Some of our menu items may be temporarily limited at some restaurants in this current environment, a Wendy's spokesman said in a statement on Tuesday. It's widely known that beef suppliers across North America are currently facing production challenges. At the same time, a series of grocery stores have announced limits on meat purchases. In addition to Costco and Kroger, Hy-Vee said on Tuesday it would restrict customers to four packages of fresh beef, ground beef, pork, and chicken. It's funny. I read fresh beef and then ground beef, and I had just this, my mouth all of a sudden, I started salivating. I'm a little <laughs> Slightly, <laughs> slightly a carnivore and slightly hungry. Stars are, uh, stores are also anticipating certain products may become more difficult to find. A Wegman spokeswoman, Laura Camera, said on Tuesday that the chain may not have every product cut or variety available for the next few weeks. Holy moly. Liz, mm. you, you brought this to our attention. Uh, what do you think? Well, this is interesting because there's a preparation site out there called The Prepared, and they were signaling this a while ago. Basically, as soon as the uh, coronavirus took hold at some of the meatpacking plants, they were saying, hey, this is going to have supply chain issues down the road. You might want to stock up a little bit on meat. I was thinking it's a great time to go vegetarian, but that's obviously not the way people want to go. So this is just, you know, one more sort of uh, problem shaking out of the coronavirus pandemic that might not have been all that easy to see at the start. And I know everybody's been out to the grocery stores trying to find things that they couldn't, and it's easy to get freaked out. The reality is, you know, our supply chains are actually pretty good and they might get disrupted for a while, but they tend to get back online. So the reason I brought this up is, you know, look for substitutions for some of your favorite stuff and don't panic. It will come back. Yeah. And actually, um, this is for the people watching us live. We actually have Liz's video finally. So, Liz, we're going to bring you back. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'll I don't, stop picking my nose or whatever the hell I was doing. <laughs> yeah, no, no idea what happened. But, but, but it is interesting because the one thing that we've been saying over and over throughout the last few weeks, Liz, has been that we don't know what dominoes are going to fall next. And clearly, you know, okay, the toilet paper thing. Okay, maybe. I, I don't know about that, but 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 beef. I mean, I mean, who knew that we would have the beef production issues? Uh, I don't felt that closely, but there's definitely going to be more. Like we have no idea what the next thing's going to be, but we do know this, Liz. There's going to be another one. Absolutely. And one of the things that we've set up in our capitalist economy is is sort of just in time. Uh, processes so that nobody's got too much on hand and that works really great most of the time here's the weakness of it is when something goes wrong boom it's like with the toilet paper thing i mean they were still making toilet paper they were just making it for commercial use and for right. restaurants and those big rolls and it takes a while to sort of recalibrate and get the supply where the demand is and they will again eventually but you never know when those disruptions are going to pop up and cause you some issues. So that's why we talk about preparedness. We talk about, you know, there isn't enough slack in the just-in-time system. So maybe have some slack in your home, have a few things backed up. And if you run out of something, don't panic. There's substitutes for almost everything, like rags, <laughs> washcloths, <laughs> taking a shower. You know, there's lots of things you can do. I was gonna say, not, to for, like, not for beef. I was like, you eat rags? No. <laughs> what are you what is it? What, what is back the, on the toilet paper, Joe? What do they do at the Weston House? <laughs> <laughs> 
No wonder Liz is so thin. our shoes at this point. No wonder Liz is so thin. The, um, <laughs> but, 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 but when it comes to this, it is interesting. I mean, the, the idea of, of changing is so hard for people. And yet you and I know, Liz, the only constant is change. So if we get used to this and we do pivot, knowing that it's going to come back, as an example, uh, before I moved to the Southwest, I wasn't that big a fan of Southwestern food. But then when I, w- when I moved to Texas, it was all around me all the time. I'm a huge flipping fan now. Like I am a big fan because it, it was around me all the time. And I realized that just this idea of rolling with the punches and changing, you talk about becoming a vegetarian. My question is, you know, a lot of people will offhand just go, no, I'm not going to do Why not? Why not? Why not try it? I mean, how long is this going to go on? Four weeks? Maybe use it as an experiment for yourself to say, what would happen if I went without meat for four weeks? What would happen? Yeah. I mean, you know, people could have meatless. We, we used to recommend and still do like meatless days. If yeah. you want to save some money, it's a great way to do it. And actually there are some amazing cookbooks out there for vegetarian and vegan food. And if you haven't seen that, um, there's a documentary, I think it's called game changers. It's, it's all, all the things you think, you know, about the vegan lifestyle and what it does it basically are wrong. <clears throat> and it's, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in this thing. And it's a really interesting documentary. So maybe put your skepticism on hold. Take a look at that. There are there are worse things than getting a little more flexibility in your diet. Yeah. What's the Michael Pollan book? The uh, Food Inc. Yeah. 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 Like that might even change your mind a little bit about food too, if you if if you watch that thing. But the 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 I love this idea though of of experimenting. It's a perfect time to experiment. To not think of it as I'm going without, but think about how does this change things? Does it change my mood swing? Does it I started, you and I were talking earlier, I started a new exercise regime four days ago. And I gotta tell you, the coping my body's going through right now is horrible. It's absolutely <laughs> horrible. However, I've been through this before and I know that a week from now I'm going to feel great, but yes. there's this, but there's this big change, you know, you, you change anything, uh, but that's the same with, it's the same with your money. You know, we talk about, you talk about a lot about automating your finances, right. And making yes. it so you don't see it. You can do these little tricks so that it feels like things. I mean, we, a few weeks ago we had tofu and, uh, I can't say I loved it. I didn't think it was phenomenal, but was it Okay. Yeah, it was all right. It was yeah. good enough. Maybe. I'll send you a recipe for chickpea stew. Now, that sounds like the grossest thing you could imagine. It's incredible. It's a New York Times recipe, and it's creamy and wonderful. And, yeah, even my very carnivorous, carnivorous <laughs> husband is up for the chickpea stew and the lentil and bean mix. You know, you make it hearty enough, and it's it's pretty good. We have a vegetarian quesadilla that not vegan, but veg, just vegetarian quesadilla that we absolutely love. And it was a mm-hmm. Weight Watchers recipe. And I would have that thing nearly as often as I could appreciate a steak dinner. Probably go for the steak wow. dinner first, but it's, it's, it's not a, not, um, not a bad second. Uh, let's, let's say hi to people hanging out with us live on Facebook because we've got a chatty bunch with us here, Liz, by the way, we were just talking about Chris Browning yesterday on the show. And, uh, uh, Chris says that beyond meat will blow my, have you had this beyond meat or the, I, I like impossible burgers better, but yeah. I have had beyond meat and they're both good. We it kind of depends on how you prepare them. I mean, I like lots of crap on my burger. So yeah. if, if it's just the the Beyond or just the Impossible Burger, I think it's a little, it's okay. I mean, it, it's surprisingly good. 
for what it is, but what, you put all the crap on it and it gets even better. What's the cost difference between these fake meats and real meat? Is it much more expensive? I would imagine it's a little more expensive, isn't it? Or is it? Do you know? It's getting less so because their, you know, their mass production is really kicking up. I mean, you can find the Beyond Beef. I think you can find it in Costco. I think I saw it there last time I went. So it's not like uh, the sort of precious and and held only in the organic section or whatever. I think it's getting a little bit more available. Joe's wondering when the uh, Joe's baiting me says, uh, hasn't there been a run on board games? Might be a good excuse to go get another expansion set. I think I need to. <laughs> I think I have to. I, I, don't you feel that coming next, Liz? I should probably go stock up. I, <laughs> Didn't they have one on puzzles, you know, like cross or uh, jigsaw puzzles? Jigsaw puzzles. Yeah. Is that you? No. <laughs> People that know no. me here know I have a few board games that I'll be uh, getting rid of here soon. I'll be giving. I've actually been giving to friends. Uh, but um, but yeah, I, I, I have been. If, if I hoard anything, it would it, it may be board games. What's your uh, favorite board game? Uh, it's a game called Viticulture, where you're making wine. Everybody everybody makes wine. Then there's another game called Acquire, which is really good. They're probably both favorites. Acquire is a great game of mergers and acquisitions. How about that? A finance Very guy cool. likes mergers and acquisitions. Adrian just wants to say that she likes your red glasses. Oh, thank you. She also has red glasses. That's very sweet. Thanks, Adrian. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I wanted to highlight this one because this is the most important thing anybody in the group said today. Josh said, if you buy small chickens with your stimulus money, do you get your money for nothing and your chicks for free, Liz? <laughs> I love you, Josh. <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> do, you, do, do you think that uh, uh, Adrian actually has a, has a serious question? Uh, and actually, she makes it a statement. So the vegetarian dishes are going to become more popular. Do you think so? I mean, it, it's kind of hard to see. We don't know how our behavior is going to change, right? Some of us are going to be washing our hands for 20 seconds for the rest of our lives. That's kind of a given. What else changes? Kind of hard to know. But I think more people were moving into the vegetarian, vegan realm anyway. So if this has a few more people trying a few more things and maybe doing a little bit more of that, not a bad thing. I, I, I just love the experiment part of this. It is... Uh, podcaster hangout night we got chris browning from popcorn finance with us and 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 our friend andy wong from expire inspired money i almost said expired money andy <laughs> probably not expired money inspired money much better uh he says fake meat's a little more expensive but not outrageously so yeah okay. i gotta i gotta i gotta try it i i i have not had it yet and probably overdue and speaking of overdue it's overdue a time for us to say a big thanks to tiller money for supporting this podcast and then liz and i are going to have our big takeaway right after that uh but big thanks to tiller for supporting money with friends and tiller is the way that i manage my money you know it makes sense to do two things number one track your money as you spend it and look at it regularly so that you know where your money's going i use tiller because of the fact that it's a spreadsheet and I can delete line items easily. I can add line items easily. I'm not generally a spreadsheet guy, but what I like about it better than most of the apps out there is that almost every app I've tried has a few things I don't like, but because Tiller is a spreadsheet and I can use any one of a huge number of templates that are out there on the Tiller money site, I then am able to use work that's already been made. It looks just like an app on my phone. And if I want to change it, I can change it to make it look however I want. Super easy. And my financial life gets automatically updated every day. They work with thousands, thousands and thousands of 
banks, places where I'll have uh, my mortgage as an example or my investments. I can have that all downloaded safely and security to securely rather to my spreadsheet. Uh, check it out at tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. And if you use our link, you'll get 10% off your uh, annual subscription. Uh, by using that link, tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. Liz, what's our what's our big takeaway today? I think it's this too shall pass. Whatever the issue of the day is, it's not going to be there forever. So if you do find out that you cannot get your burger at uh, Wendy's or, or can't get something else that you want at the grocery store, just chill. It'll come back. I, I I love that. I think we all get really bothered when all of a sudden my stuff isn't where it was yesterday, right? Yes. And yet, if we think about things in this more experimental way, let's use this as an opportunity instead of as a downside. I I love that. I've actually been reading a book called Growth Mindset that was uh, yes. that was recommended by a number of people, and I love it when you keep that growth mindset and think about this as a good thing and not a bad thing. Studies show that man, your life goes so much better that way, so much better. Absolutely, it's so true. Liz, besides in the New York Times and all over the place with your column, and of course, obviously at NerdWallet, I heard you're on a podcast. Yeah, I am the co-host of the Smart Money Podcast. So you can find us at nerdwallet.com slash podcast, or as Joe said earlier, wherever your finer podcasts <laughs> are served. That's right. Only the finer podcasts. Only the finer podcasts. I have a question for you, by the way, a very serious question. So now you, you've been doing this now for four six months how do you like it uh yeah since january yeah so, yeah yeah roughly almost six Perfect. months so, so how do you like it now that you've got a few months under your belt what do you think now it's it's i love it and it's more work than i ever thought it was going to be yeah to make a good podcast is a lot of work it's so funny how it feels like you just turn on the microphone and go doesn't it well when you're a guest you kind of do <laughs> right? That's true. Good it's the hosts that do all the work yeah it is and it, God, we love you, editors. Mm. Uh, editors are fantastic. We don't do any editing on this show, but that's the of magic. We might say something bad, and that's the fun of showing up every day. So <laughs> big thanks to everybody hanging out with us on Facebook. If you want to hang out with us, uh, please do next time. You'll find us a couple days a week uh, recording here. It's the Stacking Benjamins Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash iStackBenjamins. Bobby and I, every Friday, are on our YouTube channel. You can join us there at uh, youtube.com uh, slash money with friends. On behalf of Liz, I'm Joe. We'll see you next time back here at Money with Friends. Bye-bye. This show is created and hosted by Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2020. Ryan Sini and Nicole Thornhill from Pro Podcast Solutions engineered this show, and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be a part of the show. As with anything, remember, you shouldn't take advice from any of us or other video or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Money with Friends.